0: Welcome to the Goddess Talk Podcast, a platform inspiring you to remember your power, step into your divine purpose, and activate your most fulfilling, abundant life. Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and soul-led business. I'm so grateful to have you with me. Let's jump in. Hello, babes. How are you? We are here again for a live video. I'm on a roll with these live videos. I just had a dance party. I am here and I am ready to bring this to you. I want to talk to you about the key character traits and skill sets that make a successful solopreneur so there's so much talk around the outward action and the outward strategy that is required for building success and now especially hello victoria now especially there is even more conversation that's coming into the space around the mindset work the confidence work the energetic work that creates results, that grows businesses, that builds success. And I love all of that. And both of these things are such essential facets of creating success as solopreneurs. And there is this other realm, this other facet that is not talked about nearly enough in my opinion. And that is the type of person that actually it takes to be successful, right? The character traits and the key skills that we actually have to cultivate if we don't naturally have to build success and not just build success, but really create lasting sustained success in our businesses as entrepreneurs. And of course there are like so many of these traits, but I have, what I really wanna do in this video is hone in on five things that I see as commonalities across the board that I've seen in myself, that I've seen in the many women that I've supported as clients, that I've also just noticed in observing the entrepreneurial space and in connecting with other peers that are also a part of this space and similar industries and niches. What are five of the character traits that make a successful solopreneur? I'm going to share them with you here. So let me know if that sounds good. Let me know if you are here for it and we will dive in. Okay. So the first thing that I want to speak to is this idea of fast implementation. And I hesitate to use the word fast because I know that my people are typically feminine beings and the word fast may not sit well in our systems. And so, especially if we have a a past of like burnout or hustle culture, the word fast may feel really uh, like jolting or disorienting to us. So you may even call this like fluid implementation. But essentially, it's being able to consume information, process that information, and then put it into use, create something out of that information, do something with that information, build something fluidly, quickly, efficiently, right? There's like a flow that happens, and we're not sitting on information for long periods of time and falling into stagnancy. So whether it's like you're reading a book, or you're listening to a podcast, or maybe even like you're consuming content, or you're in your own... You're in a certification program or you're in your own coaching or mentorship container and you're learning new information when you know that something is really speaking to you or calling to you or when you can sense like, oh, I need to try that. That's my next step. You take it in and then you go and build. You go and put it to use. You go and do something with that. I think there's this idea when we first come into this space that time is something that creates clarity that... Time is something that creates confidence, and more often than not, it's actually action that creates those things. Action creates clarity. Action creates confidence. Yes, there will be times where integration is necessary. Yes, there will be days where we need to sleep on something or we need to let something simmer or soak in or really land, but as a general rule of thumb and way of being, we're consuming, we're aligning, and then we're moving forward. Does that resonate with everyone so far? Hi, everyone that's joining. Hello, loves. Okay. The next thing that I want to speak to is this balance of having a committed all-in mindset around our goals and a plan to make those goals happen. And something that I really love to do with clients is actually go through a goal-setting process so that we're setting goals in a way that feel expansive to us, but also that our brains and our bodies can get on board with, that our nervous systems can actually open to and um, feel regulated with, right? But assuming that you have a goal that feels really good that you're on board with, and you have a plan, a logical plan for that to actually happen, you it's this, it's this beautiful blend of being all in, committed to that goal and to that plan, It's this energy of this is inevitable and at the same time carrying this beautiful, open, receptive energy and this adaptable energy with that, right? So... For example, let's say you have your goal and you have, okay, I want to call in this amount of clients this month or I want to make this level of sales, this level of money feels exciting for me. I want to grow my audience in this way and you've got your plan of, okay, this is the offer that I'm going to sell. This is the content strategy I'm going to use. This is, I'm going to get myself, I want to get some features on some podcast episodes to grow my audience or whatever that looks like. You've got your plan and you're going to do that and you're going to show up for that and let's say you hit a point where it's starting to feel a little bit sticky or you're starting to feel a little bit tired or you're starting to hit a wall where you're maybe you're putting in a lot and you're not getting a lot out of return rather than throwing the plan away or giving up or completely pivoting or switching gears it's this ability to assess and pivot assess and refine assess and tweak and it's this ability to it's the small tweaks and adjustments rather than completely throwing the goals out of the window. So let's keep the goals there. How can we shift what we're doing? How can we shift how we're showing up? What actions we're taking versus giving up on the goals? And there are also maybe times where we maybe realize that the goal was a little bit more than we could really handle, or maybe the goal, maybe we we're actually playing a little bit small when we set the goal and we actually need to play it a little bit bigger and step into something even more expansive. So we can make some tweaks to the goals, but it's adapting and adopting pivoting versus, oh, it's not working. Ooh, I hit a roadblock. Ooh, maybe I should just completely switch gears and directions. The other thing is as much as we are committed to our plan and our strategy to achieve the goals, we're also carrying this receptive openness where we're available to receive outside of that. We're available to the results happening in, in ways that we haven't thought of, that we can't even comprehend, right? And so not only does that energy of openness just literally open us up to more ways that we get to receive, but it also gets us out of this place of attachment when it comes to how we're showing up. Like that really grippy white knuckling place where we're like, okay, I went live, where's my result? Okay, I went on that podcast, where are all my followers? Okay, I did this, where's my result? It gets us out of that like tit for tat thinking that is not a place that we wanna be. So it um, allows more receptivity to actually come in from all of the results or all of the action that we're taking. Does that make sense? I really love helping women like land in this beautiful blend of I'm committed. I'm all in. This is inevitable. And I'm fluid. I'm adaptable. I'm open. I know that there are so many ways that this gets to happen and I'm available to all of that. Right, I'm available to a slightly different timeline. I'm available to a slightly different way of this working out, but I'm not compromising on where I'm going. I'm not compromising on the goal itself. Okay, let me know how. This is all landing so far, my loves. Okay, the next thing is tunnel vision. This is number three. So, this is in the, in a similar vein of like cre- the creating before consuming, creating more than you consume, um, like not falling into shiny object syndrome. This cultivating this ability to quiet outside noise and redirect yourself back to your lane, your work your people, right? So it is really easy, especially as the online space gets more and more busy, to be pulled in so many different directions and to be looking around at what other people are doing and let that pull us out of our own lane. And maybe we look at, ooh, you know, I have one offering and all these people have 10 offerings. Maybe I should add more offerings to my plate or Um, Ooh, that niche over there seems to be really profitable. Maybe I should hop over to that niche or ooh, they're charging that price and I'm charging this price. Maybe I'm doing something wrong here. Or it seems like all the people that are super like bubbly introverts are really killing it in business. Maybe I should completely change my personality and show up in a way that's more like what all these other people are doing or whatever that looks like, or these people are ahead of me, so I should feel bad about myself for being at this stage in my business. We allow the outside noise to make us feel a type of way about what we're doing, and what happens is we never actually give ourselves the space to sink into our lane, our message, our mission, our offer, our price, our strategy enough time for enough time to actually let it work because we keep getting pulled in different directions. And what I want to say as well is like when you are in the beginning or the early stages of your business and and even at every level, there will always be some trial and error, some experimentation that's just a part of this process. And so I also don't want you to feel bad or ashamed if like maybe you are changing your bio every single week or you have switched niches a couple times or you're not entirely sure long, long term, exactly what you're going to call yourself. Like there is some experimentation that's a part of this, but, and that's beautiful. And that's necessary to go through. And if you find that you are never really getting into that, like I'm, I'm sinking in, I'm, I'm deciding, I'm committing, I'm leaning all into this for enough time to actually let it work. This may be a beautiful place for you to start to lean into tunnel vision, um, focus, like, I'm owning the shit out of where I'm at and what my lane is and who my people are and what my message is. And I'm sticking to that for enough time to let it work before I pull out. Let me know if that makes sense. And I'm going to check my notes. I want to see if there's anything else I wanted to say on this. And I don't think so. Okay. So the next thing is moving from this posture of service or adopting the posture of service as opposed to the posture of selfishness or what can I get? Have you ever shut up in your business from the place of what can I get? What's in it for me? And it's normal and it's human. We all go there. We all obviously want to be successful and we wanna grow our businesses and we wanna have you know equal energe- energetic exchange and we get to have that, we get to receive but also when, we, when our dominant posture or position is what can I get, that is felt. That is felt and that is not in service to anyone. And so truly this is, it's, it's moving from this like place of what can I contribute? What can I offer? How can I create value? How can I get my people more of what they want? How can I be useful? Like what do I have to give today, and how can I show up for that? And so whether that is in um, in your content, like I want, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna gatekeep. I'm going to give generously from a place of abundance, from a place of genuinely wanting to change someone's life, just through my free content, or maybe it's just having a totally detached conversation with someone in the DMs where you have no agenda and you genuinely just want to connect with another soul, with another human being. Or when you are arranging a collaboration or when you're arranging to be featured on a podcast or a platform, you're not thinking, oh, how many followers am I going to get from this? How can I promote my offer? Of course, you can, of course, you can speak about your work, but you're also going into this with how can I really benefit this community? How can I pour love into this audience? How can I, how can I serve these people? Um, or even let's say you're having a, a sales conversation with someone and it's, There's like a high level offering and a low level offering. And it's clear that actually the low level offering is more of a fit. It's being able to sell someone into what is actually a fit for them, even when your ego would rather have them be in the higher offering. Or maybe it's even having a conversation where you realize that they're not a fit for any of your offerings. And so rather than trying to sell them on something that's not actually for them, having that place, that energy of detachment where you are first and foremost here to serve this person and to get them what they need. And if that's not something that you offer, you have no problem ending that relationship, closing that door. And it may seem really obvious when I'm saying this, but these energetics can come up in really, really subtle ways. And so just notice as I'm speaking about this, what might be coming up for you. If you can think of any times where you've ever felt even little pings of this, because ultimately... Having a a posture of service is just a beautiful energy to bring that other people can feel. It feels like generosity, it feels like abundance. You'll probably have a lot more fun as well showing up in this way. You'll feel a lot more lit up, being excited about how you can serve and how you could help someone else versus coming in with tight knuckles trying to get, like it's just gonna feel really heavy and tight and contractive. And from a practical standpoint, like money follows value, period. Money follow, follows value. And so the more value that you can put in more places and the more value that you can connect with more people, the more money that you will make. And that is just that is just facts, right? So remember as well that not only will this feel better for you and feel better for the people that are, that are engaging with you, but also you will naturally give more value in this way and money follows value. Success follows value as well. Okay, that is number four. Um the last thing that I want to talk to talk speak to is discernment. The last quality of successful soulpreneurs is discernment and specifically discernment around the stories that our mind comes up with. The stories that our that our mind is constantly running and the um like having an ability to not take external evidence at face value almost creating a habit of rigorously or ruthlessly questioning and challenging when we notice that there is a story coming up that either does not feel good to us or that we know point blank is not in alignment with what we are stepping into calling in desiring to create in our businesses like straight up when we notice that is happening getting into the habit of questioning the hell out of that challenging the hell out of that and so I'll give you an example because I think examples are always helpful in just bringing these concepts to life. So let's say, for example, you put out a piece of content and it doesn't get the number of likes that you would have liked to see. And your brain has a whole story about that. And our brains can go in so many different directions of like, maybe that means that people don't like me. Or maybe that means that oh, the launch isn't going to work because only this amount of people liked this. And so there's no way the numbers aren't adding up or um Maybe this means I'm not good at content. Maybe this means my audience is never going to grow, wherever your mind goes. And so one way that we can become more discerning is the quality of, is is focusing on quality versus quantity when it comes to metrics. So like, okay, yeah, the number of these metrics wasn't objectively as high as I would have liked to see. And that's not the only way that we get to measure metrics. That's not even a, a very helpful way to be looking at metrics. Let's go a little bit deeper. If I were to scroll through and see the people who actually liked the post, there's five souls on here. There's two humans with beating hearts on here that liked this post, that read it, that took it in, that liked it. And there's more people beyond that that probably saw it and didn't even like it. And these are people that I connect with, or these are people that I know resonate with my work. Like these are real human beings that liked this post. Who cares if it wasn't 50 people? Who cares if it was only two or one? These are aligned humans that read my post and liked it. Or maybe the number of likes wasn't super high, but the number of saves was almost equal to the number of likes. That's significant. That means people are really, really resonating with this post, right? So one thing is just becoming more discerning about what are we paying attention to and what are we not paying attention to? And is the are the metrics that we're focusing on actually giving us helpful information? Because we could have 50 likes from random people who are never going to work with us, be good fits for us, pay us, versus two likes from someone from two people who are amazing fits for our containers. I would rather have two likes from super aligned people than fifty likes just to have fifty likes or a thousand likes or three hundred likes or whatever whatever numbers feel resonant with where you're at in your business. So that's the first thing. Another example of this is like I'm hearing this a lot right now with the economy and with the recession that we are on the verge of and there's these stories that people aren't going to buy and it's not a good time to invest and no one has any extra spending money right now. And okay. I'm noticing the story is coming up. I know that the story is not in alignment with the results that I want to create because the outcome of me buying into the story is I don't have my goals. People don't, people aren't buying, people aren't signing up. Business isn't moving. Businesses are failing. Like that's the outcome of the story. So just objectively, that's not in alignment with what I want. Okay. So I know that let's, let's, let's go deeper. Let's challenge this. Let's question this. Is this true? Is this inevitably, or is this indefinitely true? Right? And can I find evidence of this actually of a completely different um, reality? Can I find evidence of a completely different story? Maybe you just open up your phone and do a quick scroll on social media and you'll see people are buying all over the place. People are filling out their launches all over the place. People's businesses are taking off all over the place. And so right then and there, you know that the story that you're carrying is not indefinitely, ultimately true. And so why not take on another story? And what's really interesting as well is like, especially when we have these stories around, there's a crisis, there's a, there's a financial challenge, there's a um, economic thing happening. It's really interesting because what I've noticed is actually in times of crisis, people people really prioritize, they get really intentional about how they spend their money. That's the main shift. It's not that they spend money less necessarily, it's good. it's that they get more intentional about how they wanna spend their money. And they also get really intentional about how they wanna live their lives. And so something that I've seen, and we saw this a lot with COVID, was like people were starting their businesses during COVID. People's businesses that weren't doing well were taking off during COVID. People were investing in containers during COVID because they realized, holy shit, I could lose my whole family. I better invest into building my relationships. Holy shit, I could lose all of my health. I better make my health a priority and invest in this thing, right? And so that's what I've noticed when it comes to crisis is that people actually get really, really, really intentional about how they spend their money and how they invest and how they use their time. And so just an example of like the stories that are coming up, Taking them at face value is, is not the way that we want to approach our businesses and the people that I've seen that really create robust, sustained, sustainable success get really good at discerning, is this true? Is this not true? If multiple things could be true at the same time, what story do I want to choose? What story is going to get me to where I want to go? Does that make sense? I love helping my clients with this piece. Because we really see that we truly have so much power to create and take on the story that we want to take on. And whatever story that we choose or claim or stand in truly does shape our reality. I always say this, and I've had so many mentors say this to me, like, it's not what we're doing, it's who we are being and what we are believing while we are doing that creates results, that grows businesses, that creates success. Right, so the stories that we're subscribing to and buying in, becoming discerning about that is is something that really, really is is vital in growing a successful, sustainable business. Okay, loves. So that was number five. Let me know if this was helpful. Let me know if one, two, three, four, or five resonated with you. Let me know your takeaways. I'd love to hear in the comments if you're on live or if you are watching from the replay, or you can always send me a DM if you would rather chat one-on-one and if you want to go deeper with me i have a couple things this month and this week that are available so first off my 77 dollar flash sale on the voxer vortexes ended last week but i'm still keeping these open to anyone who missed this who's reaching out to me personally or directly i just had someone hop in today so if you missed out and you want to hop in on that i will extend it This week, if you reach out to me personally, this is 72 hours of voice, private voice note coaching with me um, for the solopreneur who is ready for a breakthrough in her business. This is a beautiful opportunity. If you've been thinking about working with me and want to test it out, if there's something specific that you want to work on, we can hone in on that one thing. There's so much that can happen in 72 hours. The women that have gone through this so far have experienced like, massive clarity and up-leveling when it comes to their brand, their positioning, their messaging. They have had ideas coming in, fully fleshed out ideas coming in for content, for offers, for launching their services, their products, for um, PR opportunities, social media growth opportunities all coming in ready to go. Um, I've had people making sales, signing clients, shortly after this container ends, even after periods of being a little bit stuck or stagnant or plateauing or being in a sales rut, um, moving through and releasing overwhelm, confusion, fear, doubt, like gone, done, um, feeling their life force come back online, their passion, their confidence all coming back online um, within a really short amount of time. So we can, it's customizable. We can talk strategy. We can talk. Uh, mindset, we can talk energetics, we can talk about this, we can talk about the skills and the traits that make a successful entrepreneur. Um, Yeah, so much can happen in 72 hours. I love the voice note coaching model because we can really be tapping in with each other in real time. So if something, if you get a mindset hang up in the middle of the day, we can pop on there and work through it. If you have an idea that comes in, we can hop on right away and work through that, refine it, build it, expand on it together. And then I also find that the evenings are such beautiful times for integration and that so many of the breakthroughs actually happen in the evenings after we've been coaching all day long. So I love this model. If you wanna hop on this and you missed out on the flash sale, just send me a DM on Instagram with the, with the word vortex and I will get you the link and I will get you inside. I'll also just pop the link in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. It's also still in my bio on Instagram. If you wanna just hop in there, And then secondly, I'm going to be hosting a masterclass in the month of June, which I am super excited about. I don't know exactly what it's going to be about. It's still coming together, but the initial vibe is going to be getting paid for the gifts that only you can bring, that you are here to bring as a feminine leader, So we're going to be really sinking into like your zone of genius, seeing the value of your zone of genius and your gifts, and then the strategy of getting that out into the world, sharing that with your people. Um, I'm super excited about it. And um, I'm sure we'll cover even more than that, but those are initial thoughts. That's what I'm feeling into and what I'm really feeling there's a collective need for. I'm also, as a lot of us are aware of, there are a lot of shifts that are happening in the coaching industry, in the online space, in the healing and spiritual and women's empowerment spaces. and social media in general, there are a lot of shifts that are happening in 2023 that I think we're all sensing. And so I'm also going to be speaking a little bit to that and why I think this is a really, really exciting time to um, either get in to your soulpreneurship journey or expand if you've been in the space for a little while. I think there's so much opportunity right now. And so I want to really empower you versus um, if you're maybe feeling a little bit fearful of, what, of the unknown, I want to really empower you with what might be possible during this time as well. So that's the masterclass. Like I said, I don't have any of the hard details ready or the landing page ready to go, but if you know that you want to be there, if you would love to hang out with me live and have a chance to go deeper together in that way, um, it'll be free. Send me a DM on Instagram with the word masterclass, and I will make sure to get you the link to sign up and save your spot as soon as I have the details. It's likely happening mid to late June. So coming up here. um, Okay, loves. That's what I have for you. I hope that this served you, spoke to you. I hope you got exactly what you needed. Um, so much fun to hang out with all of you. As always, I'm sending you big love and I will see you all very soon. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you enjoy this show, I would love so much if you subscribed and left a five-star rating and review. And if you liked this episode, be sure to share it so we can spread this mission together far and wide. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lynch and head to goddessbrandco.com for show notes and ways to work with me. Sending so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.